Welcome to My American Melting Pot, the podcast for people living multicultural lives. I am your host, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a Black woman married to a Spanish man raising three bilingual, biracial, bicultural children. I'm also a journalist, an author, and an anti-racism educator and consultant. Some people call me a cultural critic or a pop culture pundit. I call myself a diversity diva, and I'm really glad you're here for the Don't Be Racist series on the My American Melting Pot podcast. This is episode 50 of the podcast, but it's our second official lesson in the Don't Be Racist series. Last week, we spoke about mindset. This week, we're going to be talking about taking action as an anti-racism warrior. Anti-racism work is work, which means we have to get busy. But before we get busy talking about taking action, I want to take a moment to tell you about today's sponsor. Episode 50 is sponsored by a new course available on Teachable called Finding Your Role in This Moment of Social Change. This course would be ideal for anyone listening to this podcast who wants to make a change in the world but doesn't know how or where to start. This self-paced 90-minute course will help you figure out the role you want to play in social movements and how you can make effective, lasting change. Whether you're inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement or the ongoing work to stem climate change, this course will help you understand the strategic thinking that drives successful change movements, and it will help you find the place where your energy and skills are most needed. The course is taught by my friend, Eileen Flanagan, who is a Philadelphia-based author, teacher, and activist whose work lands at the intersection of racism, climate justice, and spirituality. This is what Eileen herself says about the course. She says, quote, I've condensed some of the lessons I learned over 30 years of activism, especially during my time as clerk of Earthquaker Action Team. In addition to some of the concepts I teach in my other courses, there's also new material, including a tool specifically for white people who want to work for racial justice during this time. And there's a special message for those trying to integrate their spirituality with their social change approach. I'm convinced that we can turn this tide, but we can't do it just repeating what we've done in the past, unquote. I really respect Eileen's knowledge and her hustle. She's an amazing teacher. She's an activist who walks the walk and talks the talk. And I really appreciate the fact that this course is priced at only $99, but Eileen does offer a sliding scale and financial aid because she just wants to get the information out there to anybody who wants it so she can help empower more social justice warriors. So the course is called Finding Your Role in This Moment of Social Change. You can find it on Teachable. The link can be found in the show notes and on the My American Melting Pot blog. Now, let's get on to the show. Hello, my anti-racism warriors. How are we feeling? Depressed? Angry? Despondent? I hear you. I totally hear you. I feel all those things and more. This country right now feels like it's going crazy right now with COVID, with the upcoming election, Trump's tax returns, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The West Coast is still on fire. Let's just take a moment and acknowledge that everything looks pretty horrible right now. I'm not going to pretend it's not. And I know it might feel hard right now to think of reasons why anybody should even just get out of bed, much less do anti-racism work. I hear you. But you've got to flip that 
If there was ever a time when action was needed, it's right now. So let's get to it. The lesson for today is to take action. Do take action to be an anti-racism warrior. Don't sit on the sidelines and wait for someone else to do the work. Last week, we talked about mastering our mindset, finding your why for doing this work. And hopefully you have it clear in your mind why you need to become an anti-racism warrior. But even if you don't, even if you're still having trouble committing 100%, you can still take action. And that's what we're talking about today. Taking action, even if you still feel uncertain or if you feel like you don't know exactly what to do, being an activist means being active. It's in the word. Being an anti-racism warrior means you have to get your hands in the game. You got to get your feet in the game. You've got to be in the game. I guess that's actually why I don't like the word ally. I wrote about this on my blog earlier this year. But when white people say they want to be good allies, I don't see anybody who's active. To me, an ally is passive. An ally sits on the sideline. Allies don't get stuff done. Warriors get stuff done. Warriors are active. And right now, we need people who want to be doing things and getting stuff done. I recognize that even if you want to get things done, sometimes you feel anxious or you don't know where to start working, right? I understand that. And then there might be some anxiety that, you know, especially if you are not a person of color, like, are you even supposed to be here doing the work? What if somebody, you know, says that's not your job or someone laughs at you or makes you feel uncomfortable? Mm -mm. You still have to do it. I know it feels sometimes overwhelming. It makes you might feel anxious, but Mood follows action. Those feelings of uncertainty will actually get out of the way once you get busy. I want you to take the adoption approach to this. And this is what I mean by that. I always have a story to illustrate my points. And they never have anything to do with anti-racism work, but I hope it helps you figure out how you can get in the game even when you're not feeling 100% confident. So there was a time when my husband and I were considering adoption. We were going to adopt a baby or a toddler, and we had to take a bunch of parenting classes. And the instructors told us, they warned us, that we might not feel bonded to any child we adopt at first sight, especially if it was an older child. They told us that what we were supposed to do was fake it until we felt the love. They told us that, you know, hug the child, hold the child, cuddle the child, kiss the child, tell the child that you love her until those feelings aren't, you're not faking it anymore, but those feelings are true. They told us it might take days, weeks, or even months until those feelings felt genuine. But while you are quote unquote faking it, you're actually building a strong foundation of love and trust in the relationship in that process. Well, I want you to now think of yourselves as having an anti-racism baby and you have to take care of it and you will fake it until the feelings are genuine. So what I mean by this is even if you don't exactly understand how white supremacy works, that doesn't mean you can't get into the game of dismantling white supremacy and dismantling racial injustice. I don't really care if you're still not 100% convinced. What I care about is that you're doing the work to help police stop shooting innocent Black people so I don't have to fear for my life or my children's life. 
I don't really mind if you're not 100 percent clear on the United States immigration policy that separates children from families at the border. What I care about is that there aren't little babies dying from the flu in a detention center because they were ripped from the arms of their mothers. Do you see what I'm saying here? We can make change. We can take action, even if we're not 100% clear on all of the policies and history and oppression Olympics and all of these other things that we may get caught up in. We might not have read all the books or watched all the documentaries, but that doesn't stop us from taking imperfect action right away. Remember that reading a book or, again, watching a documentary, that's not going to make any difference in the world. If it did, I would be a millionaire because I've read a lot of books and watched a lot of documentaries about being a millionaire. And guess what? I still am not a millionaire. Just reading and watching and educating myself isn't going to make it happen. I have to actually do something differently with my money and my budgeting if I want my bank account to grow. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not saying don't educate yourself. I'm not saying stop reading and watching documentaries. What I'm saying is do that, but don't use that as an excuse for not taking action. So how do we take imperfect action to get the social justice train moving? Here's what I want you to remember. Do something. Just make it up in your mind that you're going to take action every day or every week, every other day, whatever your routine is going to be. Just tell yourself that you're going to do something. You have to do something. Just like if you were doing exercise, I got to run three times a week. I got to take a walk every day. Just tell yourself you're going to do something. Two, start small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't say that you're going to launch a march against racial injustice and organize the whole thing yourself. No, start small. I'm going to give you some ideas in a minute, but start small so you don't overwhelm yourself because if you do, you'll do that one thing and then won't want to do anything else. And we need you in for the long haul. Number three, Find your zone of genius to make it easier. Use the skills and talents that you already have and use those skills in the area where it's most needed. If you're a really good artist, somehow use your artistic skills in the cause. If you're good at making phone calls, you're good at organizing, you're good at baker, there's ways to use the skills you have and bring them to the fight. Don't think you have to develop a whole new skill set to do this work. Number four. Find a friend and do the work together. Just like the exercise analogy, having an accountability partner and just a partner to do the work with makes the work go down better. Number five, don't reinvent the wheel. You can be very useful, but just helping to roll that wheel up the hill. What I mean by this is you don't have to, again, do something brand new and figure out some new way to stem racism. Find the people who are already doing the work. There are already plenty of organizations and people doing the work who need help. They need volunteers. They need extra workers. Find them and ask them how you can be of service. Going back to point number three, how can you use the skills and talents that you already have to be of service with the organizations and people who are already doing the work? Okay? So, When I said number one, it was to do something, make up your mind to do some action and to start small. Here are 10 actions that you could do tomorrow. No special skills necessary that will already make a difference. Here they are. Number one, make a financial donation to Black Lives Matter, the NAACP, the Color of Change, or any other legitimate social justice organization. Two, 
buy five books by Black authors or other authors of color, preferably from a Black-owned bookstore, and give those books to five people who need to read them. Number three, buy 10 children's books that feature characters of color and donate them to a local school who needs to diversify their library. This could be an underfunded public school, or it could be a very wealthy private school that doesn't do enough around diversity. Number four, call or write your state senator and share your thoughts about his or her performance around racial equity. Five, volunteer to be an election worker in your neighborhood. Six, call five people and remind them to vote. Seven, design a Black Lives Matter poster and hang it somewhere in your front yard or your front window. Or you could buy one and buy one for your neighbor as well. Not only does it show that you support Black lives, but it also, if you buy that poster, you're also supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Eight, tell someone in your friends or family circle that you are now an anti-racism warrior and share with them the importance of doing anti-racist work and invite them to join you. Nine, make a list of Black and other people of color-owned stores and restaurants and be intentional in supporting them for the things that you purchase. Take an Amazon and Whole Foods break and see how that goes. Number 10, and I saved the most important, simple action for last. Vote. Vote, 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 vote. And don't just vote for anybody. Vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm saying it clearly. I'm not beating around the bush. A vote for Donald Trump is a vote for continued racial injustice, violence, and hatred. There is no other way around it. I don't want to be debated about it. I don't even want anybody to tell me anything different. Among all of the things that you could do on this list, this is probably the most important thing at this moment. Not because Joe Biden is the second coming of the Messiah, not that he is the best thing since sliced bread, but because simply he is not Donald Trump, okay? If you do nothing else but do make that vote, that is what we can thank you for because Donald Trump A vote for him, another four years of him as president means more racial injustice, violence, and hatred, among other things like more corruption, climate disaster, and the destruction of a viable healthcare system. I could spend an entire episode talking about this, but I'm not going to right now. But seriously, if you just cast your vote tomorrow for Joe Biden, that would be an important action that you have taken. So that's the lesson. Take action. Let's recap. To be an anti-racist activist, you have to take action. Imperfect action, small steps, as long as you're moving forward towards racial justice, it counts, but you have to be moving and taking action. Two, use your natural skills and talents to help make this an easier journey for you. Three, mood follows action. So believe it or not, Even when you're feeling defeated, even as you're looking around you and seeing disaster and despair, taking action can actually change your outlook. It can give you a sense that change is possible because you're actually working for it. So get off the couch, my anti-racism warriors, and go do something. You got this. Thank you for listening, everyone. Once again, I appreciate you all so much for being here and taking the time to educate yourself so we can do this work. Give yourself that pat on the back for just showing up. It starts there. Now, as your teacher, I'd love to see your progress and how these lessons are working for you. I'd love to get a message on the show notes page on the My American Melting Pot blog that's at myamericanmeltingpot.com. 
Let me know what kind of action you're taking. Let me know about the mindset, mantras that you're giving yourself. Again, I just want to see how it's going. Also, don't forget to check out Eileen Flanagan's course on Teachable for more ways that you can figure out the best way for you to take action that's going to bring about effective and lasting change. If you haven't already, please take a moment to leave a rating or review for the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. The thing is, the more reviews and ratings that we have, the more people find the show. It's all part of the algorithm. And if you think about it, if more people are listening to this Don't Be Racist series, that means more people are learning how not to be racist, which means more people are doing anti-racism work and we're developing more anti-racism warriors, which means we'll get to this better world that much sooner. So yeah, write a review. Help save the world. Thank you. If you're looking for more inspiring content from me, follow me on Instagram at Lori L. Tharps or on Twitter at Lori Tharps. I'm usually over there posting on Twitter and on Instagram at least once a day. My American Melting Pot is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thank you for listening, everybody. And always remember to live your life in color. Also, vote, vote, votey vote, vote. Thanks. <laughs>